wait a minute, where's my money? My mother looked at my pay stub and she said, oh, well, that's tax and that's for your social security. And before she could say anything else, I was like, wait, hold up. They stole my money. And she said, no, they didn't. What you are experiencing is life with a low paying job. That's why you're going to stay in school. Hey, this is Michelle Spiva, and I want to welcome you to today's podcast of Wisdom Smack. So sit back, relax, join me as we get into how and why to update your purpose. I'll see you on the flip. It was my first job not working for myself, and I was not used to someone taking money out of my money before I got it. And I was not happy. And so, Being a kid and thinking that I was going to get X amount of money for all of those hard hours I worked and only getting this amount of money, I was too fit to be tied. And it was at that time when my mother reminded me that I had that little job um, and it was because I was in high school and I didn't have skills. And at the time, I didn't have a a degree Uh, It was a really good impetus for me to stick to going to school so that I could get out and get paid. And so I went on and I did all of the stuff that I was thinking I was supposed to do, got the degrees, got the job, and I still looked at where is my money? (laughs) And and so I I wanted to talk about that on the A part because um, I have been talking with a lot of people recently And I've been telling them to consider updating their purpose. Um, I get the opportunity, like I've said before, to be blessed to not only talk with a lot of people and assist them in their life's journey, but I also get to create people out of thin air in my fiction books and give them all of this stuff that we think about when we think of a living, breathing uh, being. And one of the the things that I have been finding recently is that... uh, People are a little discouraged about finding their life purpose or knowing their life purpose. And what I'm going to suggest today in the little time that we have is that instead of trying to find your purpose, instead of even trying to create your purpose, I want you to just update your purpose. Um, If you don't realize by now, every day that you live, you are living the purpose that you produced. Yeah, it comes down to that simple. If you are living in whatever way, you know, you are experiencing, you are living the purpose that you uh, created. And so because of that, it makes it a little hard when you don't get the stuff that you want. And it was at that time when my mother told me, if you want better, you have to plan for it and you have to go for it um, to get better. And uh, it stuck with me and I have not been able to disprove her yet. And so today I'm going to be talking with you guys about some wisdom smacks on how to update your purpose. And let's start by this first thing. And that is, I want you to understand that your purpose is not static. It is not necessarily this one thing. If it was if it, if it was supposed to be like that, we wouldn't have all of these quote unquote renaissance people. 
And a Renaissance person is someone who gets to live a whole bunch of different lives in within one. They might be something at this point in their life, and then there's something else in another point of their life. And so this uh, Renaissance person gets to have a lot of different experiences. And I believe it's because they don't hold to this, I have one purpose in life. Now, if you are a person where you knew coming out the womb that you were made to do X, Y, and Z, and that is what your life consists of, great. But you know, you can also update that too. And so that's the reason why we're using this word update instead of change, find, or settle on. Okay. All right. So now that I've got that out, let's get down to the nitty gritty. The first thing people want to know is, what if I'm clueless and I don't feel fulfilled and I feel like there is a hole missing? Well, don't worry. I've got you. So if that is you, the first thing I want you to do is to stop giving your power away. And what this is, is this is when you outsource your purpose to others, meaning you outwardly seek for people to tell you what your identity is, and you don't put any kind of stake or um, credit in what you come up with. It's the person who goes around uh, trying to get validation from people so that maybe, just maybe, they might figure out what they're on this earth to do. Now, am I saying that that's horrible? No, but it is just something that if you notice that you're doing it, Get to the point where you can, for every person that is outside of you, you can strengthen what you feel on the inside of you with as much conviction, okay? And it's, like I said, it's not that it's bad. It's just that you're supposed to, in this life, learn more and more about yourself. And eventually, you've got to start trusting yourself more than you trust others. And so the way I want you to do this, and I'm going to give you a quick little exercise right up front to start honing in on some of the things that you can start working on or paying more attention to or developing in your life is to do this simple little exercise. And it's a questioning exercise. And it is. I want you to go through, start at the easy stuff. Go through a list of things that you have or would like to have. And I want you to ask yourself if you believe you should have them. Um, For some people that I've done this with, I've actually used good old-fashioned Maslow's hierarchy of need, where we start at the base and we go up from there, you know, asking, do you think or believe that you should have breathable air? Yes. Do you believe or think that you should have clean water to drink? Yes. You know, and just keep going up from there. And you can't get this wrong. You, it's not that you have to know every stage of Maslow's hierarchy of need. No, it's just something for some people so that they can have structure. But if your mind is like, I think I should have a loving relationship where I am an equal, or I think I should have a dependable car with, with um, comfort, whatever it is that floats your boat, you start there and start with some that you know you're going to have a convicted yes, meaning that you're going to ask yourself, 
should I have or do I, you know, and for some people, you can even say, do I deserve to have? Um, But make sure that when you're starting off, you give yourself some dedicated, strong, convicted yeses, okay? Because those are going to set the baseline and anchor you to the exercise. And then I want you to keep asking yourself these questions and start noticing as you continue to ask more questions. Maybe there are questions that you already know you're going to ask, but a lot of times they may be questions that start to pop into your mind of what ifs and great scenarios of possibilities um, that you could explore. And make note of the ones that there is a little bit of hesitance where you feel like you are not necessarily forcing it, but giving an answer of yes, because that's what you hope and that's what you want. But that's not what you necessarily are convicted to believe. Make note of those because those are going to be the areas that once you get to those, they're going to be the ones that you should start working on for updating your purpose. Okay. All right. So the next thing is, is stop giving your power away again, you know, and this is not just where you are asking or depending on people outside of you to define you. No, this is about going back to that job I was talking about. A lot of us, what people do for their livelihood is the thing that's killing them. It is because in exchange for um, payment, you're giving away your lively vitality. And I'm going to just say it now, although you've probably heard it, but studies show that when everything is said and done and a person has come to the, uh, a, a long-filled, happy life and they, they give them that grand survey of what was better, they're going to always say that the experiences were so much better than the money. And so when I say stop giving your power away, evaluate what you do with your time and your life to quote-unquote make, t- make ends meet. Now, if you find that you are more so like I was at 15 and trying to work um, and not making enough, I want you to take advantage of what is in our world today. And that is you don't need permission to do things. Um, I was doing a little bit of research for someone who had a interest because I just really kind of wanted to help the kid. And, um, and so I did, so like I said, a quick research rundown and, um, gave him some information about becoming a self-taught, uh, studio geek. And, um, the resources are plentiful. And most of these people that are, are out here sharing, uh, what they do, they're using sometimes free programs uh, that you can you can use to get started, and they are giving away great information online by YouTube, Vimeo, and other places for people who want to do this as well. And then you know some of them, which I, d- I have no problems with, they're like, "I've given you this information. Now, if you're really serious, then you can pay for my other information." And I think it's really brilliant. But even the information that they give out is enough to get someone started where they can actually charge for what they know and do. And so 
in today's world with this thing called the internet, there are no boundaries. There are no excuses because you can, you don't need permission to uh, provide something of value to people in exchange for uh, payment. All right. So there's that. All right. So as I continue to uh, look at this whole thing called purpose, um, I was going to go down this rabbit whole of Frederick Nietzsche. But instead, I'm going to just briefly mention him, not right now, but I'm going to mention him a little bit. And I'm going to talk about Nikolai Tesla um, instead, because Nikolai, I find him to be, even though he was different, I find him to be more joyful in this regard than probably a Frederick Nietzsche, you know, for you guys. Okay. So the, the next thing I want to say is, when you are looking at your purpose in life, this is a hard question, but I want you to ask it anyway and be ready for an honest, heartfelt response. And that is, are you expendable? Do you have any value on a regular basis that helps to uplift the universe or uplift the frequency of people in your surrounding area or globally? Do you Leave your affected area, the place where you matriculate, where you be. Do you find that you leave it or some other place online better than you found it? I want to ask you this because if not, then you may be expendable. And this is not to be mean, but this is to be very, very truthful. Today, In this world, we are finding that what we think of as time is being compressed and sped up and all of this stuff. And it's all leading to the fact that some of the stuff that Nikolai Tesla talked about is true in that he said, um, in order to um, discover the secrets of the universe and, and and, and nature, we need to think about things in terms of frequency, vibration, and energy. And so with that, I've talked to you guys about polarities. I've talked to you guys about opposites attracting and reconciling. I even talked about the uh, both sides of the coin, walking the middle path. And I'll talk a little bit more about that. Um, I think I might do a podcast tomorrow that deals a little bit with that. But in the meantime and in between time, I want to ask you this to deal seriously. Are you feeling expendable? And if you are, don't be sad. I'm going to give you some quick little things that will help you to to change that almost immediately. For one, are you a person who, for whatever reason, you find that when you interact with people online, you are able to say nice things as opposed to bad things? Now, you guys, I I have a podcast that I did talking about the internet troll. And I talked about the everyday sadists that's out there. You know, the ones who come in the comments and just wreak havoc. And then they feel a little bit of joy because they've got people arguing with them and they, they feel alive. Well, 
that's not raising the frequency and the energy in your surroundings. That is not leaving people better than you found them. Um, but I also see something that is becoming more prevalent that it, it's just it's just wonderful. And have you ever seen those you are wonderful posts and comments? You especially find them, or I have especially found them on YouTube videos where people will just leave a comment. If you're reading this, then I want you to have a wonderful day and I want you to know that you are wonderful. And they don't ask for anything in return. They just come and drop that little comment. And I'm like, these people understand that in today's world where everything is speeding up, those who are expendable are going to be left by the wayside. Um, For my gamers out there, (laughs) I want to just say this, that being expendable is like being an NPC, a non-player character, you know, one of those background people. You want to be a person that's in the game, that has a quest assignment, that has a purpose for being there. And so if, as I've gotten to this point, you realize that, wow, I've been giving my power away. Wow, I'm expendable. Then this is the time for you to have that wake up call, come to Jesus call, whatever you want to call it, and start getting in the game. Start having a purpose to your life. And the thing is, is you don't have to have figured it out. You can simply start by doing what you can to make your world a better place. Um, I, when I was uh, growing up, there was a lady in our small town who sold Avon and she walked everywhere. Um, and we had, our town has a lot of heels and she was not a young woman and her legs, oh my God, her legs were just powerful because she would wear her little skirts and she'd wear little tennis shoes with her stockings. But when she got to your house to sell you Avon, she put those shoes on. But this is a thing that I remember about her. For one, she was very dependable. If you ordered from her and she said your order would be here, walking, she would make sure that you got your order on time. But this is the other thing that I noticed that it was it was weird at first. But now she's walking and everybody in my town, for the most part, had no problems having cars. She's walking. And yet still, I would see her picking up trash sometimes when I'm in the car, you know, with my grandmother or whatever. I see her picking up trash and then I would see her throwing it away when she would get to a trash receptacle. And I was like, wow. And I remember my grandmother was like, oh yes, Miss Winbush has been like that all her life. She is really a joy. And everybody purchased Avon from her because she left the place better than she found it. I've told you guys this as well. My grandmother taught us that when you go into a public restroom and wash your hands, wipe down the counter after you get through. It takes just a few seconds and you'll leave that place better than you found it. And it's little things like this that add up. A lot of people think that when you're trying to update your purpose, that it's got to be this big thing where angel, a chorus of angels starts singing hallelujah, and it doesn't. You start right here, right now. Um, I, 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 I debated on this part of, of talking to you guys about it, so I'm just going to put it out here um, because I know sometimes, you know, people get kind of like, when you say words that sound woo-woo to them. And I'm going to say a lot of times if you feel like something is woo-woo, 
it's probably that your frequency is a little lower and that this is something that's oscillating at a higher frequency. And the reason why I can say that with such conviction is that as you continue to grow and mature, you can handle more stuff, which means that you get more um, emotional power or subtle power, which means that then you can oscillate at a higher power. You know, so think about um, the way I guess I could put it is a fan, you know, like a desk fan or or whatever. And you set that fan on low. And so a low speed on a fan does not require as much energy as a medium speed or a higher speed. And the more powerful the fan is, the more sustained energy it has to have. And the more powerful it is, the more vibrations per second or moment, minute it has, it goes through RPMs, whatever you want to call them, rotations per minute. And the frequency gets higher and higher and higher. And so that's the same thing with our lives. People don't realize it. But like Tesla said, think in terms of frequency, vibration, and energy. And when you think in those terms, you will start to see that everything has relevance. And if you don't understand it, that does not mean that it is not good. It just probably means that you are not ready for it. So for those who are able to understand, I'm going to talk a little bit to you guys real quick, okay? And that is when you have that urging, to move into a higher frequency, meaning a higher purpose with a faster frequency and more requirement, what I want you to do is I want you to start looking at things from a more global or transcendent kind of way. Think of things in a way where you are viewing them on a massive scale. And to view things on a massive scale, the first thing I ask people to do is if you've ever been in a plane, on a plane, um, or had opportunity to look at things, you know, from a high point, you'll notice that things below appear smaller because they are. Okay. And so when you are updating your purpose to do bigger stuff, things that you used to do are going to appear smaller. And thus, your emotions are going to have to adjust in kind. Now, let me talk about that. When I talk about the emotions, I want to make sure that you understand that your emotions on the ground are different than they are in the air. And they should be. Because in the thick of it, on the ground, linear, um, face-to-face, elbow-to-elbow, your emotions can be there with the people. But when you are up high and you see more, you can't focus on one little uh, tiny pinpoint because you got so much else to focus on. So this is the thing that I'm going to give you guys as a shortcut, and that is that When you want to upgrade your purpose to handle more stuff, immediately start working on your emotions to make them milder and more managed. And what I mean by that is, is that you have got to learn how to allow your emotions to teach you their messages and then quickly go away. Meaning that when you have an emotion, turn in, 
Get the lesson from what the emotion is really trying to teach you. Don't wallow in it. Just get the lesson from it. Thank it and let it go. I'm a really big proponent on always thanking your lessons and your teachers so that they will go away (laughs) and uh, leave you alone, (laughs) you know, because you will have paid them homage, okay? So with these milder and more managed emotions, what they will allow you to do is to heal faster and to be able to be unencumbered by all the tethers of the things below. When we think about going higher, one of the things that people talk about is uh, feeling like crabs in a barrel and that things are dragging them down. And emotions are one of the surefire ways that you can immediately control that drag coefficient of trying to drag you down by making them less intense and managed by giving them the time to give you their wisdom you know, change with the wisdom and then thank them and let them go because you are going to have to be ready to handle more stuff. And then this is the next thing. And this is where Frederick Nietzsche comes in. Your sovereignty matters. Most people are so busy trying to give their power away that they don't understand what it feels like and what is required when you truly do update your purpose because you have to be a sovereign person, meaning the buck stops here. For that sovereign person, you are the person who does not make excuse when you miss the mark or when something falls on your watch. You become uh, the total ubermensch, <laughs> the total super person of your life when you get to this point. And so with Frederick Nietzsche, he had um, this book that came out um, the late 1800s, I think like 1896, and it was translated and it was like, thus spoke Zarathustra. And what it was is it postulated, well, I could tell you what was going on behind this. He was, he was, he was upset about losing the love of a woman, but you know, we don't have time for that. But what he wrote was, is he wrote that the time had come for humans to stop outsourcing their power to vague deities and to understand that now we had become impressive humans able to do things for ourselves. And thus he presented the Ubermensch, which is translated poorly, I should say, uh, back in that time they translated to translated it to mean Superman. Thus, even yes, that Superman. Now, the Superman of the comics is a gross uh, caricature of what he meant. But in uh, the German at that time, Uber just meant um, above. You could even have translated it above or over human, uh, preternatural. Some of those types of things. And so what he was talking about is this whole sovereignty. The buck stops here. You take uh, control of and you uh, answer for what you can do. And thus, because of him putting this out there, there were different avenues that people took it. Some people took it and turned it into humanism and even went so far to uh, talk about nihilism where, you know, like, where what is the point if there's no help and all this kind of stuff. But then there were others. And thus, this 
understanding of us transcending to do more and to take responsibility for our lives even gave way to the positive thought movement, to positive psychology, and to peak performance and understanding that if we retrained our psyche and our thoughts, our our bodies would follow. And thus, today, what you enjoy on any given Sunday or any given Thursday, whenever you're perspective sports team plays, you're experiencing that right now. And it is because these people, maybe they don't know it came from some of the works of like a Frederick Nietzsche or a Tesla, but their performance coaches, their high level ultra athlete performance coaches took this information and taught them how to update their own purpose, their own sovereignty. And you are no, they're, they're no better than you. People are people. And thus, if they can do it, you can do it too. So in this last few minutes that I have, I want to go over this and and put it in a cohesive bow so that you can understand why and how you want to update your purpose. So why? Because if you don't, you're going to find that you get in a rut, you get stuck, and then you go against the very nature of our, of our beingness. And that is we are energy. We are frequency. We are vibration. We are energy and motion. And to stop, to get stuck, to addle is to die. So that's why you want to update your purpose. If you are living your purpose, that's great. I want you to consider even updating it so that your sphere of influence goes global or transcends what you are doing, leaving things better than you found them. And the next thing is to stop giving your power away. I already asked you to ask yourself the question, are you expendable? Are you helping the the world, the the peoples, anything? Are you helping or are you hindering? And if you can't answer that with certainty, you got to step it up. The next thing is, is to understand what a higher frequency requires and know that you've got to start managing your emotions and making them more mild because you're going to have more stuff that you have to deal with and to be so um, weighed down by old emotions is not going to help you. And then Understanding that the buck stops here. Where you are concerned, you are the king, queen, emperor, empress, God, if you will, of what you do as a being, as a human being or or a creative being having a human experience. And that means that you're going to have to understand um, that you have the power to update what your purpose is. And so instead of looking for your purpose outside of yourself, I want you to start understanding that you can find it inside. Okay, so guess what? Yep, my time is up. I thank you for yours. This has been Michelle Spiba, your Practical Priestess of Wisdom with another podcast of Wisdom Smack. Don't forget to use our Amazon link at michellespiva.com, A-M-Z, and I'm going to see you tomorrow. Bye. (music) 
And that's going to do it for today's podcast of Wisdom Smack with Michelle Spiva. If you like this podcast, please help us get the word out. Like, comment, subscribe, and even share. And if you really like it, please help us continue to get the word out by considering using this show's link for Amazon. So when you want to go to Amazon and you do all of your general shopping, uh, please use michellespiva.com forward slash AMZ. It's simple as that. It doesn't cost you anything extra. And this show might receive a little bit of commission that will go towards helping to further get these episodes out to you and to others. So thank you so much for listening. This has been Michelle Spiva with Wisdom Smack. Bye.